0: So I'm joined today by Pat Walsh. He's a sports guy, a big jock, and he's a big fan of ESPN. Talk to him about esports, coming to ESPN, and if he thought that that was a good fit and what he thought about that in general. Um, he We did this interview uh, earlier back, and since then we've talked a couple of times on his show which is on uh, KFBK, and he had somebody on his show that he debated about this topic too, so check that out. You can catch the podcast at uh, KFBK.com for more of uh, this eSports topic.
1: All right, so eSports has gained in popularity. It's now being featured on ESPN um, Heroes of the Dorm Challenge. Uh, it's a competition where people are playing Heroes of the Storm, uh video game by Blizzard. Uh, college kids come together, and they're playing competitively. Uh, on ESPN, I think the last cash prize was like $25,000. Uh, so a lot of people who are fans of sports and watch ESPN, they had a big problem with this. Um, analyst Colin Coward had a big problem with this, and uh, went and said that he would not um, cover esports, and he's no longer working for ESPN. They've done um, three of these tournaments, and this last one had terrible ratings, so they're probably not going to be doing another one Maybe Colin was right. I got Pat Walsh, the sports guy here. Uh, He's the host of the Pat Walsh show every Monday, I mean every weekday, Monday through Friday on KFBK here in Sacramento. And um, we brought him on to a cool podcast to to, uh, ask him what he thinks about this. So, Pat. Hey, Luis. Hey, buddy. Man, it's good to be on your show this time. I know, right? And thanks for having me on your show uh, these last couple of times, man. It's been great. We've been having lots of fun.
2: My pleasure. Uh, it opened up a whole new world to me with that virtual reality thing. I have to tell you, that was really
1: uh, quite a great experience. I'm glad you liked it. And then when after the after we did the virtual reality thing, I sh- I, I explained to you this controversy, and you got a little heated.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. I admit it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean you're probably the 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 most sports guy person that I know. You know, you are not only like everyone knows here in Sacramento. But uh, personally, you're like the biggest jock that I know, you know? Well, thanks, Luis. I mean, not. How do you.
2: I really I mean, those are old that. terms, you know. Jock yeah, and nerd, yeah. those are old terms, but, you know. Right, right. But I don't mind old terms. Right, I know you don't. So, uh, you know, I have to say that uh, I have to, if, uh, I know you're probably going to ask me a question, but just one of the things I wanted to say in listening to your opening there is that when you're talking about Colin Coward, and um, I just have to agree with the guy. I mean, I, I really do. I, uh, it's unfortunate maybe for gamers. I don't understand the business that much. I find it interesting what they're trying to do, and uh, ESPN may be um, experimenting with this, but, if I'm going to be brutally honest, and I always try to be that way, I don't know that um, I would disagree with Colin Coward on this one. Uh,
1: and also, I wouldn't know if he would have the experience, and like, just like you said, your a so whole new world view, if he would be able to commentate uh, a sports game, I mean an eSports game. You mean to do it like a play-by-play?
2: Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no possibility. No. I admit right. that.
1: Yeah, so I'm not sure if that's even in his, if that's even in his wheelhouse or if it should be. Yeah, I guess I'm talking more the
2: fact that you know, for instance, when I do sports on KFBK, I have usually about a minute and a half to two minutes, and just to be brutally honest, and certainly this isn't to disrespect anyone, but in that one and a half to two minutes that I have, I'm more than likely, and I could I could pretty much assure you, unless it's some kind of a Extremely unusual story. I'm probably not going to be including uh, e sports.
1: Right, right. Because I mean, there's a lot of stuff on ESPN that probably doesn't make it into your sportscast. They have uh, exactly. the lumberjack competitions and uh, right, <laughs> the, <laughs> right. The, the the dog jumping competition and
2: right. No, I'm not, I don't cover any of those. So it's again, uh, it's not me trying to disrespect anyone who enjoys the game, uh, and, and nor is it me trying to. You know, downplay the fact that it's some, but there certainly is a competition and all that. But yet, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not the only thing that ESPN or ESPN Two is airing that I'm probably not covering. I'm, I'm not covering uh, women's competitive uh, beach volleyball. So, I'm lucky if I can get fit Formula One into the mix.
1: Right. Yeah. Now, a lot of people compare esports to Formula One. You know, they say because uh, people will say it's not a sport. Uh, you're just playing a video game. But then people will say, "Well, in Formula One, you're driving a car. You know, you're interacting with the machine, and how you interact with that machine, and the skills you develop with the machine it, it makes you a pro. It separates the you know the pros from the the hobbyists." Right. How do you feel about that?
2: Well, in, in comparison, first of all, if you ever go to see a Grand Prix or a Formula One race or some of these races, uh, it's astonishing, at least to me. You you don't know how they could gear down fast enough in order to not die coming around a corner. I mean, it is an amazing thing that they do. Uh, if you're in a Formula One or a Grand Prix or something like that, and you have and you mess up and you and you don't do things correctly, you could cost your own, it could cost your own life. It could cost the lives of others, uh, tremendous injuries. Uh, you know, I I I had been lucky enough to ride in a uh, in an IndyCar, car two seater IndyCar car with Mario Andretti at Sonoma. And I have to tell you, I, I didn't realize until I got into that car, strapped into that car, what the body goes through when you're riding in one of those cars around a track. I was exhausted. We only did three laps, and I was exhausted and sweating like you wouldn't believe when we were done with it. So it made me, it really opened my eyes to kind of what kind of condition you have to be in to actually drive one of those cars. I don't know that that is the same in eSports.
1: Uh, Well, I've heard comparisons uh, drawn, but that's definitely true. I mean, just the G-forces that you're in there experiencing, the vibration, the noise and everything. I can't imagine doing like 200, 500 laps. (laughs) Or you go to the bathroom. Exactly, exactly. You don't just
2: shut the game down. You don't, um, you know, and, and again, the major thing there is if you make a mistake, it could really cost
1: you physically or and that that, that is a huge difference. That is a huge difference that should be. Now that's
2: not to say as well, Luis, uh and not to filibuster on this, but it's not to say that if you want to play baseball it's gonna cost you life and I consider that a sport. Uh, it's not to say that you're gonna to want to play hockey or basketball it's gonna cost you your life. So again it's you know, it's not the only spar- uh sport but in racing it's certainly a little bit different.
1: And and some people they bring up uh the difference between spectating and playing you know that um it shouldn't really matter if you're watching um people play professional gaming or if you watch somebody play baseball cuz either way as a spectator your your experience is kind of the same you know you're just chilling out on the couch
2: right uh okay for me my, my here's my my two cents on the whole thing is that the fact i think ESPN's showing it they they need to fill airtime that's what they need to do so they're putting this thing on they're putting, uh, I'm sure they've heard a lot of voices saying, why don't you ever put this on? So they just gave it an experiment. You said the ratings were too good. I was not aware of that. But it's a way to add programming, experiment. Why not? See if it's going to draw any ratings or anything. And uh, I would compare it in a way to uh, some of the poker tournaments that they air on ESPN or ESPN2. Now, I'm a sports fan, so I'll be tuning through, uh, and I'll find ESPN or I'll search out ESPN, um, and if I, if, if I see, let's say, a poker tournament on, I may spend a few minutes watching it. I don't know a lot about it. I don't know a lot about gaming. I may spend a couple of minutes looking at gaming as I do, or a few minutes, whatever it may be, uh, watching gaming like I would poker. But first of all, I don't think it takes any more of an athletic skill to play poker than it does to play these games. And the other part of that equation for me is that uh as a sports fan, I like I say I may watch it for a few minutes, but you're not gonna convince me that somehow that is
1: an athletic endeavor. Right, right. Now so it's definitely not athletics. Um and I agree with you there, but as uh, as far as professional, now these these gamers have, you know, practiced for years and um I know you love the the phrase honed their craft. They have honed wow. their craft <laughs> to uh yeah. To a point, oh, to a point where that, they really uh, are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that, I heard that one. <laughs> I know that's one of your favorite phrases,
2: sure, so, uh,
1: these guys you know they've they've gotten good they've got they're they're good they're un, undeniably good, and um not just good but the best you take thousands and thou- hundreds of thousands of gamers, they're definitely the cream of the crop, and you could say the same thing about sports, you know there are there's hundreds of parks around the around the world where people are playing baseball, but that doesn't make them professional baseball players, mhm. So so, how do you feel about that as far as, like, you know, knowing the type of um, dedication that it takes to become that good at something, like, how do you feel about that as far as these professional gamers go? Like, do you think they've earned the right to call themselves professionals?
2: Oh, absolutely. If you Look, if you're making money off of uh, – if you've – okay, honed um, – I'm holding up my air quotes for everyone – honed your craft, please <laughs> – um, then I don't want to hear about craft unless you're a luthier personally. But anyhow, if you've honed your skills and you're that good and you're making money on it, no one can deny you that. You are good. You've taken your your valuable time in your life no matter what you're doing, whether you're a family or your work, or whatever it is, you have a busy life, That you've taken the hours to learn this, now you're making money off it to support yourself or your family, then in my estimation, especially if you're being sponsored in any way, then you are truly a professional. Now, does that equate to me to athletics? Let me ask, and I'll just say that it does not. Does it equate to competition? Absolutely. So for me, I can see... ESPN starting maybe an alternative channel, uh, ESPN competition channel where they air things like poker, where they air things like these video games. And you know that if you're a gamer, there's a place you can go to or some kind of a tech channel possibly sponsored by ESPN or or started by ESPN that would feature that kind of competition. Then you're not trying to get people who are looking for athletics to buy into this and you're not trying to get the gamers to try to fit in somehow, a, you know, a square peg in a round hole into the world of athletics on ESPN.
1: They have their own home. Yeah, that, that that seems to make sense. That's a good way to put it, a square peg in a round hole, because like I said, the ratings are down. This is the third year they've done it, and the first time the ratings were great, and um, third year the ratings are down. Talking to a lot of gamers, a lot of them have a problem with just ESPN's format. When you're watching these things online, you're – the if you choose to don't donate money it's down there you can choose to donate through PayPal or however but you're not subjected to ads where on ESPN their revenue is generated from ads so they're having to take breaks in the middle of the tournament to run ads and then the people who aren't used to sitting there watching you know Budweiser ads and the type of ads that are on ESPN are like you know they feel a little out of place cuz they're just not they're just not sure. used to uh, yeah, because some people did tune on ESPN. Some gamers did tune on ESPN and did, like, start finding things like, oh, you know, I've never saw this. Uh, you know, I've never really gotten to college ba- uh, uh, basketball and realized, you know, it's fun. There's a lot of energy behind it, you know. And, you know, there's some some fans are transferring over, but I think that it's a more of what kind of you said, where they're not really – there is a square peg in a round hole where they're kind of forcing it, you know. And even if they might watch one season, they probably won't be back to the next one. You know <laughs> –
2: uh, yeah, as I'm listening to you, it makes me call, i mean—a a crazy idea I had years and years ago, and I remember at the time, Louise thinking, "Man, this is crazy," but gosh, you watch—it's going to happen. And uh, I guess in a way, I was—I was I always thought, "Geez, let me come up with this idea," but I, you know, I don't think it's ever going to happen. So I, I guess I'm curious to ask you about the possibility of something like this. Is that okay to ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. For me. Well, I think what would kind of – and, I, again, I've thought of this for a couple of decades, actually. But what would kind of be interesting and fun would be a situation where you kind of combine the two. Athletics, and even though, in a way, you're not – but the idea would be, for instance, you go into a uh, – I could see a, a business, almost, where you go in, and there's a giant screen – on either the floor to where it looks like a football field, let's say. If I give you an example, instead of looking up at a big big screen on the wall, you would have it, and you would have benches or areas where people could sit and watch the competition. And on each side, you would have players, and you have a football team, let's say. And you would have players who each control their own piece on that football field. So your objective as a left tackle, let's say, would be to make sure that you're always blocking that 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 defensive end. And each player does its own job, but each player is working as a separate piece separate entity within that game, and it's a competition where you actually have two sides of people playing against one another, and you're looking down, simulating a football field. I always thought that would be kind of interesting.:
1: You know that would be really interesting, and with uh you know augmented reality being what it is that that seems like doesn't seem too implausible. I could see that technology being there to actually do that right now, right. Well,
2: if, if yeah, because I play football in uh, high
1: school and stuff. I play defensive end, you know. And whenever you play uh, a, a football game like Madden on the computer, you always play the um, from the perspective of the quarterback, you know. So it would be interesting right. to 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 learn to learn what it, what you need to do as a defensive end, and then to get really good at that and at that role, you know. That that's pretty cool.
2: And it actually shows you, you know, the. Uh,
1: your player. I mean,
2: like, they, they make it so real, so real now that, I mean, you would it almost, you know, you'd see you, uh, your player there, and it would just be that's just so real. Um, you could even, I could even see you doing that through virtual reality in some ways, you know, where you're looking at that guy and you're connected with that other guy, and this is your, you know, you're seeing it through virtual reality almost um, yeah. in both ways. You could see it that way or you could see it on the, on the screen in front of you. Tell you what, we need to, get, we need to raise some money on GoFundMe, Luis, and start this.
1: Yeah, yeah. People would play that. People would play that. I, I, think mean, you so. would, see, uh, I would play stars, that. <laughs> and then you would really have that. That would that would be a hybrid right there. You would really have competitive gaming and sports like meld it together. Round hole and a round peg, or vice versa. Yeah, I definitely. I think that would be that would be uh, something awesome to see. I would definitely play that. Well, heck, yeah. it's a it's an idea that I just brought to your show. You seem to
2: like it. And if if a guy that doesn't know what he's talking about, like myself presents an idea and you like it, I I can imagine there might be other people out there and
1: heck we should uh
2: expand on that idea maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, reach out to reach out to one of these companies developing these VR things. Uh that's that's where everything's going. Virtual reality.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. yep. Well Pat, it was great having you on the show. Thanks for your time and for coming on here. Uh you can listen to Pat Walsh uh Monday through Friday. 7 to 10 pacific time and on kfbk you can listen to them live while the show's on or the previous episodes uh on the podcast section thanks louise
0: now pat and i have had this discussion a couple of times already and i think um, we are uh, more in agreement than anything else i believe that Even though there's a lot of stuff that doesn't belong on ESPN on ESPN, it might not be in professional gaming's uh, benefit to be on that channel. I think that there's so much that it can offer the internet and offer streamers and different platforms like that that are more organic, a little more new, and like, I don't know, just seem a more us, more nerd, more geek, and keep it that way. Um, I also believe that... uh, you know, calling it a sport. Is not entirely accurate. There seems to be like a tendency to cause division in order to promote things. Like you have to find an enemy and then be against that enemy first. So I think that's kind of what's going on. Where it's like, oh, you know, we're 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 esports. We're like the new sports. We're gonna replace sports, and that that's not constructive. I think that like uh, professional gaming is more of an accurate term because like that's what you're doing. You're gaming on a professional level, and that gives you know. that gives, um, the, uh, that gives the that gives the all of the credit back to the gaming community where it belongs. You know, this isn't a sport. We didn't. These aren't athletes that learn how to play video games these are gamers that do something so well that people are willing to pay them millions of dollars to do it you know and let's own that shit if you want to hear pat talk about uh everything from sports to politics to pop culture you can catch that on his show uh the pat Walsh show it's live on kfbk from 7 p.m to 10 p.m monday through friday and then it's also uh on his website you can catch all the podcasts there kfbk.com